Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 298. I am your host, Fluffy Fingers MD. And I am your other host, maybe co-host, Admiral Nips. And together, and together we, we are, are well on our way to getting drunk. Very lounge. Oh, <laughs> it up. We'll get it one of these times. Nah, we won't. Play, play that intro music. <laughs> potato! Potato! Thumbs Podcast! Potato! Potato! Thumbs Podcast! It's Fluffy and the Admiral playing with their fingers and their nips. I, uh, I appreciate, I appreciate the twist on the twist. That, uh, you <laughs> totally fucking threw me off. <laughs> oh. Oh, Holy shit. Look at me as a real professional leaving my uh, phone unmuted, too, as we started to record. Really I just, just doing great tonight. <laughs> I, I am totally not muting mine right now as we speak. Um, no, it was great. Like, we thought of an intro at the last minute, and then uh, and that just totally threw me for a loop. I appreciate it. Nah, yeah, I do what we can. Um, well... Um, and last week, everyone liked our question and answer show so much. Um, that was well over three hours. So tonight it's just going to be the two of us. And we're thinking like four to five hours. Yeah. The yeah show. No, that totally yeah. seems like a thing that, uh, our old asses can handle. Mm-hmm. Yep. We, uh, we don't have that many questions, so we figured we'll just talk about things like shoes and running. Um, those all sound awful. This pimple on the back of my head that's bothering me might be your um, brainstem. That's why it doesn't want to pop. <laughs> just push harder. Just, oh. oh shit! Um, sweet man. Well, how's your day? That's going all right. I uh, I'm trying to catch up on sleep for like it feels like since last week's show. Basically, I, I don't feel like I've gotten a good night of sleep since then. So I was uh. I took yesterday off from work and slept from like 9 a.m. till 3 p.m. Woke Jesus. up once to go to the basement because I was like, well, the dogs are going to get wild in the second half of my nap. So I'm going to leave him upstairs for Karina to deal with and I'm going to go hide in the basement so he can't bother <laughs> me. Um, but uh, yeah, unsurprisingly, it meant that I did not fall asleep super early last night because uh, of the <laughs> six and a half hour nap I took in the middle of the day. Uh, but that was okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Otherwise, it's home pretty well. That's good. You? I uh, I woke up early uh, and actually woke up early to do yoga uh, because I'm trying to knock that shit out early before people get up. Because one, it's really nice not having puppies attack you while you're doing yoga. That's fair. And two, I make a lot less excuses at 545 in the morning. Um, so yeah. wake up, drink a cup of coffee, do my yoga, then get ready for work and whatnot. Um, however, so I woke up feeling absolutely fine drinking my coffee and I start doing yoga and like 10 minutes into it, like I just had like the sneezing fit, dude. Like I got like, I don't know, something mm-hmm. in my, in my, um, nasal cavity or something and just like fucking just crazy. And I, I like, I like yell when I sneeze. So I'm like a loud sneezer. Yeah, I've, I've heard. Yeah. So, um, anyways, like I do that and then 
like blow my nose, whatever, and go back and finish yoga. And it wasn't too long this morning. Um, but like the whole time I'm like working out, like I start like, like sweating, like getting like really hot from doing this. I'm like, oh shit, you know, it's kind of a workout. And it was like a, like a core exercise. Like there was a, like a lot of core shit and, you know, ab stuff. And so I was like, okay, it makes sense that like, I'm kind of feeling like I'm getting my ass kicked today. Like it's a core workout, like, and it's a fast one. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, no, I, I don't know if I just sneezed my health out of my body or what, but it was like fucking <laughs> downhill from there. I'm yeah, done. dude, for the rest of the day, like I've just been on this downward spiral and uh, and it's it's crazy. Like I was playing. I played a little Destiny and I had to like just shut off my game and walk away. I'm like, I need to just sit on the sofa and watch TV like I can't even handle video games right now. Oof. And, um, you know, I'm sick. If I don't like, or I don't feel good, I should say, if I can't like play Destiny, you know, right. during Iron Banner week and everything, right? So, and I, I'm very much enjoying like the PvP bug was reignited in me on Monday, so I'm very much like on my normal PvP train. It's hit that point in the season. Yeah, um, scrub carrying you to the lighthouse uh, two and a half times uh, got you going again. Yeah, yeah, I will say like running yeah running trials with them on monday and we'll get to that later uh that definitely i think ignited it but yeah you know it's bad when you can't like play video games but i did i did finish the last season of wu-tang which was very interesting um i i enjoyed that series for the most part like really entertaining and uh yeah just kind of laid low today yeah. didn't work out i wanted to run but didn't do it because i just feel like shit so <laughs> yeah, it is what it is right yeah well i got out there and got the dog boy on a long walk tonight not super long but i gotta build back up after the winter being as bad as it was and then you know the abdomen thing even cutting down more on my mm -hmm. lack of energy so we did uh the long walk on sunday at the uh our normal like uh We'll call it church. The place, you know, with the uh, the bald eagle nest and all that good stuff. I think I think you should you should start like referencing like it as like a different entity, right? Like maybe my holy place or something like <laughs> that, because like churches are becoming synonymous with like all the allegations getting thrown around. And, you know, well, I mean, like when you say I took my dog to church, I'm thinking, oh, no, like he's a young dog. Is he OK? Is he is there risks in being involved here? Has someone pet him in the wrong spot or? Uh, Sorry, <laughs> we have no Catholics uh, at this church. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> damn. OK, well, now that we've offended like two or three of our audience members, I feel like we can go on from this joke. Um yeah, awesome. I mean, we can't really risk pissing off 40% of our audience like we just did, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but no, cool, no, it was good. We got out and about and, you know, three miles in, turns out he still just knows where the car is parked. So we got to about 50 feet from the parking lot, different parking lot. I parked at one that I don't park at very often. Got to about 50 feet and he just sat and laid down and I had to pick him up and carry him the rest of the way. So I always have that that finisher of the last, you know, 50, 60, 100 feet carrying a 55, 60 pound dog. That's the other problem that I noticed is uh, 
with the lack of walks we've been doing, his harness has gotten very tight. Mm. Yes, I'm like, do that. oh no, this is not good. So, I mean, he's still super athletic, but like, yeah, your body type has moved from a three to a four, dog. We need to work on getting you back down to a three because uh, you're not even two yet. So we can't be letting you get too out of control. Uh, you need just a big old strip of Velcro on your chest. So when he lays down next time, you can just pick him up and like Velcro him to you, you know, and then you have like one of those baby carriers. So you just walk to your car they, hands free. They do have things like that for dogs. So I have I, I've looked in them before, but uh, I don't want to. I, I'm holding out hope that someday I'll actually get him trained right. <laughs> I've Today's been really day. tomorrow's not looking great either. I've been really proud of our dogs, dude. We started, well, I should say we, my wife started doing this and it's worked really well when people come over, like actually having treats readily available and they will fucking sit there and stare at us while people walk in the door now. That's and I'm good. like, yeah. oh, this is great. Like, because Boston's are everyone's business. Yeah, they're crazy, man. They got energy, you know? So like, right. it's a whole new chapter on dog ownership. It's a lot easier when you have a small dog. You worry less about them jumping on people. Oh, God. Aries pounced the shit out of Karina a couple of times today. <laughs> he has this thing where he looks like he's going to jump into your lap. Like, he's staring at your lap. He, like, his initial, like, launch point looks like it's coming to your lap. And at the last second, he, like, puts extra oomph into his jump. And he jumps straight up into, like your shoulders or your head and lands on top of you basically. So you like go to cover your crotch. Cause you're like, Oh God, he's going to hit me. And then he like hits you with the broad side of his body right in the face. And just like, that's amazing. she was laying on the, one of the couches and he's just like, he's just looking around, looking around, looking around, pounces four feet straight up into the air, lands all four paws, two on her face or two on top of her head, two on her chest as she's laying oh my there. God. Just all of his weight landing at once. And I'm just like, and then he's like, super wild right so he's like throwing his head around and flea biting whatever he can get his teeth into and stuff like that so he got her ear with nails he got her ear with a oh. teeth got her wrist got her arm a couple of times he's just like when he's on his bullshit it is it's a lot That's and today awesome. was a today was a heavy bullshit day I like it I like it I can't wait to meet him dude oh god he's he's a very sweet dog he's getting better by the day but some days are a bit of a step back. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what we need to do. I need to come down and just uh, we can go hike um, state parks. Yeah, we got a bunch like of them around here. So yeah, come down. We'll just like do a day of hikes or two days of hikes and wear your dog boy out. Oh yeah, yeah. I got some good ones. I got some good ones. So nope. Um, yeah, cool. well, that's basically where we've been at lately. Nice. Well, what what should we do here? We got a couple things. We got uh, video games. Yeah, we got, we got our questions. Discord questions, and uh, we got um, fitness contest stuff. Yeah. Anyway, where where do you want to start? Um. Well, let's uh, let's just start with the questions then. Okay. So, what ghost would want? It is what ghost would want. Um, question from ghost: If you could have one person on the podcast from any time, who would it be? So uh, one person from history, I guess, on the yeah. podcast from any time. Who would it be? Who would I want um, on this podcast? What's that? I said, who would I want on this podcast? 
Yeah, well, I mean, it wouldn't be have to necessarily be like a Destiny theme podcast. I mean, at that point, we would just like talk about whatever. Um, I think it would have been cool to sit down with MF Doom and talk about like talk about just his experience with the music industry um, and how like early fame and then being dropped, like them basically being fucked over by a, la- a label uh, led to his reawakening of like underground hip hop MC with these different personalities and different like personas on different record labels. And like he just really like had this really crazy approach to his career and he did stuff that no one else ever did. So it'd be cool to like have an honest conversation with him about that before he died. Yeah, that's sort of where my mind was headed to. Not MF Doom, but like the Run the Jewels guys on the thing yeah. we just spent so much time talking about their stuff. It'd be neat to get an idea and break down on their stuff. Yeah, it would be cool, man. I, that was oh. initially who I thought of. That's what led me to MF Doom because I was like, well, who but knows, it is man? Only, Maybe it says one person, right? So. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, there's still time, Rob. We could blow up like fuck next week. Maybe Run the Jewels will ask us if they can come on the show. Uh, was it was it Spin Doctors that uh, Mitch blew up my spot by tweeting the uh, episode where I badmouthed the uh, lead guitarist of Spin Doctors? <laughs> Maybe I know someone someone tweeted PETA on one of the episodes that I said something about too, remember? <laughs> like that was really early on, but yeah. Uh but no, I get whoever that guy was from Spin Doctor, so we can listen to him uh, explain why I'm a piece of shit for even talking shit about him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh Ghost Again says, after Brisbane, who submits the best questions and who submits the worst? Um, well, he didn't specify for this podcast, so I feel like this question is just open, right? Yeah. Who submits the best questions? Who submits the worst questions? I feel like a hippie that has been smoking weed for like 40 years, sitting inside of a smoky room on one of those beanbag cushion chairs, probably asks the best questions you might be microdosing at the time too. <laughs> You're asking your own questions to yourself. <laughs> no, I said he might be microdosing. I don't have those. I don't have those. Uh, those luxurious uh, benefits yet. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I think everybody has some pretty decent. Uh, most of the time, are pretty good questions. Some of them are dumb, but we joke about them. And normally, it's not one person. It's like. Oh, God, this person asked a question this week. Well, we better hide that. Nah, everyone has gems and everyone has stinkers. Yeah, and I really I we really do appreciate the influx of more questions lately. Uh, you guys, you fucking rock for supporting the show and adding this fun element. So thank you. And we do have a couple questions in reserve from previous weeks that we're going to save. We're just asking the ones that came from the uh, it's myself and nips this week uh, ones. I think we ran, we didn't run through all of them last week with uh, Ghost and Essie. So uh, if your question's there, it's still hanging out. But uh, the next question is from Brisbear, and he wants to know, is the podcast ending? 
<laughs> I mean, event- eventually <laughs> one of us will pass away. So yes, at some point it will end, and then and then that will be the last episode. But uh, not this week. <laughs> that was that was just me not typing English correctly. <laughs> uh, the context of this was my uh, my post in the questions channel said it's nip it's myself and Nips last week, uh, and yeah, I just. I mean, Rob knew. Rob knew right away what had happened, but I appreciate your brother for, for catching that. Well, he sent me a text saying, is the show ending? And I'm like, no. He's like, well, what's the deal with Fluffy's question? I'm like, it's Fluffy. I don't know. He stabbed himself with a Q-tip before he wrote it. I, <laughs> I'm unsure. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, let's see. Brisbear, what is worse? Licking ghosts again, butthole, or dying in a tornado? You want me to go first or do you want to go first? Because I already know my answer. I feel like this is a pretty straightforward answer. Um, Yeah. It's definitely dying in a tornado is worse. Yeah, dude, you die. Like, like, are you really that scared to lick a butthole? I would much rather live and wash my tongue and brush my teeth than just die. You know, now that you bring that up, I think I'll take the tornado. I, I I call your bluff, sir. It'd be a cold you would... day in hell before I brush my teeth. Okay, well, don't brush your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Just gargle salt water or something. I don't know. Uh, okay, Brisbear, would you like to? He, you know, there's a theme going on here, man. Would you like <laughs> to invest in my new flavor of seltzer water called Hint of Ass? We infuse the water with farts collected through a machine that looks like a CPAP attached to your butt. I mean, Mitch had the right answer when he says, isn't that just regular seltzer? (laughs) (laughs) Because I am not a seltzer water person. They all taste like hint of ass. Yeah. I mean, once you quit drinking soda, uh, it's a lot different because you aren't used to like getting blasted with sugar and syrup, you know? So then you can like, you actually pick up on it. But when I used to drink soda all the time and then I tried drinking like LaCroix or bubbly, I was like, where's the flavor? What is this? But then like, once I start eating healthier and not like just consuming that sugar shit all the time, like there is actual flavor to it, man. Sure. But doesn't regular water just do the same trick without, the the old hint of hint of strawberry or right, hint of right, something right. that sat next to a lemon. Absolutely. But like, okay, from my perspective, if if I'm drinking, like my beverage selection is typically water or black coffee, right? Which is just right. flavored water. Um, so every once in a while, it is nice to have like a bubbly or a LaCroix because it's just different than just ice water all the time. That's that's where my desire for it comes in. Well, enjoy your hint of ass. <laughs> it's better when it's cold. Okay. Uh, sweaty Spooks says, question for the show. What weapon do you loathe going up against in the Crucible? And if not applicable... What PvE enemy do you dislike going up against the most? Uh, it's going to be La Monarch for Crucible Ooh. and Overload Captains for uh, PvE. 
Um, you know, the Monarch is a good one. Um, I feel like based on playing with you, you rage harder at Jotun killing you than Le Monarch. I was just going to say, I think Jotun, <laughs> I think Jotun eats out Le Monarch just because like it's just a good Jotun player or, or even worse, two good Jotun, Jotun players on a team will just make for a shitty experience. Oh, can um, you hear that slingshot noise of the, the thing launching, like the trebuchet noise as it firing? And you're like, I'm looking the wrong way. This could hit me. And then you just blow up and you're just like, Ugh. but Le Monarch for me, just because it's like, God damn it. Now, at best, I have to go hide for like 20 seconds and take myself out of the fight. And I'm already holding forward with every encounter. And this is just slowing me down. And I'm still just going to die as soon as I peek back out. So... Yeah. Not only am I dying, I'm just being annoyed by it. Whereas Jotun's like, hey, I'll dodge and it'll miss, and then I will be able to shotgun the person, and then I can teabag for a while and feel good about it. That's the thing is Jotun's really easy to counter. Like literally just jump at an angle. Right. Right? But so many times I just stare at it. Like I just fucking watch it hit me <laughs> in the face. Like I just I see it happening and I'm like, Jotun. And then there's just like a two second mental pause where my whole body just stops and just watches it come at me. And I'm well, like, look at oh, that kinda, That's what beautiful. is this? Like, oh. It's coming right. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I hate the shield, the anti-barrier servitors. Captains, uh-huh. are, captains are bitches. Anti-barrier servitors find cover and go heal like little bitches on the regular. That's fair. I just find. For me, at least, I find anti-barrier weapons are always easier to use for me to do more yes. damage than anti-overload weapons. So, uh, although like, overload the times, ah, uh, see, I, I don't really use osteo that much, so that wouldn't be a bad one. But uh, like, I stun them, and then I have to switch to my heavy and do as much damage, and then I switch back to my stun weapon and. They teleport once and then blow me up because in higher level content, they'll blow you up with like one shot. And then you come back and you're like, oh, cool. They've healed fully. And I wasted yeah. heavy to get them all the way down there. And yep. so that that's the one that sets me off. No, for sure. And I think for whatever reason, the season, they're worse than previous seasons because um, even running um, some lost sectors, which I'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, I was stunning them. And then swapping to a weapon to take them down. And I couldn't even get through a clip before they were not stunned anymore. Even if I, even if I suspend them and then stun them. Like with well, they heal clip. when they're suspended if they're not stunned, right? So No, but I would suspend them yeah, yeah. And, then, and then stun them. And then yeah. I couldn't get through another like clip of another weapon without them. Yeah, but them. even like, I guess what I'm saying is, I noticed, because I was trying that too, that when they're suspended, when they come out of their stunning... They can still be suspended and they'll heal while they're up yeah. in the air. And it's just right. like, so I think the biggest issue with that is I'm running a lot more LMGs as my heavy this season, yeah. just because it fits with all the builds and stuff like that. Um, so when I was doing Lost Sector running and there were overloads, I just switched to Gellerhorn and I'm like, fuck it. I will just make the build do all the work with the red bars and the other things. And for overloads, I'll stun them and unload rockets into them. And that'll be my play. And yeah, I feel like that worked, but it's just like, this is annoying that I can't run the thing I want to because I can't kill these guys fast enough because I'm not very good. Yeah, they're they're a bitch in the lost sectors for sure. I agree. I think Osteo was the only thing I found that worked only because the damage tick would 
stun them. And so Makes like sense. I would be shooting them and it wasn't registering and then they'd kill me and then the damage tick would stun them. I'm like, you fucking bastards. Anyways, okay, moving on. Good good question, Sweaty. Yes. Okay, question for the show. My car has been just barely getting by all winter. A crack across my windshield, new winter tire, need new winter tires and could use some suspension work. When was the last time like you felt like you were driving by the skin of your teeth? I'll let you go uh, first on this one because I, I have a very specific answer that I know the answer to. Fun fact, uh, cracks across your windshield means that if you are in a rollover accident, your top could collapse on you because the windshield is like something like 60% of your support on your roof. Uh, and a lot of insurance companies will fix that shit for free, at least in the U.S. I don't know if that's the same in Canada, but typically there's not a fee associated with it and it will not... Um, make you take a hit on your insurance deductible or claims or anything like that. So look into it because it might be free and there might be no negative consequences to getting that fixed for free. Okay. Um, we, when we were in our twenties, um, we were poor and we had a hand me down Camry that Debbie got from her, her brother-in-law um, because our other hand-me-down Ford Escort died a horrible, horrible death. And so we picked up a Camry with 203,000 miles on the clock when we picked it up. So um, it had seen a lot in its lifetime. And, uh, <laughs> and we drove the shit out of that car. It was like our road trip car. Like, you know, you're bad and you don't have a lot of money when your road trip car has 200 K on it. When you get it new to you. Like, <laughs> so, so yeah, so that car was pretty sketchy. Um, there was, there was, you know, one time I got in it to, I forgot what I had to go do, but, uh, Debbie, Debbie didn't have brakes basically. And I didn't know this. So I went to stop at the stoplight and like the fucking pedal went all the way to the floor and it went like 15 feet further than I wanted the car to go. And luckily there was no traffic and I get back. I'm like, babe, what the fuck is going on with your car? Like, you got to tell me this shit so I can fix it. And she's like, oh, it stops. You just need to give it a lot longer. And I'm like, no, that's that's not that's not how it works. And like there was like no life on the pads. And I think I had to do brake fluid too. Anyways, long story short, a lot of shit was wrong with that car. Um, I've had two $500 beaters as well. That have been my personal daily drivers. I had a $500 83 Honda Civic that I drove for a very long time. And then I had a $500 Mitsubishi Mirage that had three different colors of paint across the body panels. Um, and uh, they were that just a Mirage. Well, <laughs> and they were they were amazing cars. Um, I love both of them a lot because they're both stick shifts. Like didn't have to have power, but like just being a stick <laughs> shift makes it makes it fun. So, yeah, I've been I've I've definitely had my share of of sketchy cars over the years, man, because, you know, I didn't have a lot of money. So it's what you do, right? Yeah. Mine is a much shorter time frame, but actually reasonably similar to yours. Uh, I was coming home from a movie one night um, and pulled up to a T-intersection, stoplights turned to red, 
put my foot down on the brake, and it goes all the way to the floor. And hmm. I'm like, this is my 88 Cutlass Sierra. Uh, oh, so yes. It's a big, heavy car, so it did not go that much further. Uh, <laughs> but I was still a fair way away from home, so I had to do the do the Debbie, we'll call it, uh, and, you know, let up on the gas real early and make sure that uh, momentum stopped quickly enough. Parking it in the uh, community parking lot was a little bit nerve wracking since it, you know, every spot was taken. So I had to go into my assigned spot, and I was like, "Well, let's hope we time this out perfectly." And we roll up to the bumper instead of ending up in the apartment building. Um, <laughs> and then that night we had a massive snowstorm, something like eight to ten inches. Uh, so I set my alarm clock for four thirty in the morning to drive it to the shop. So that I was the only person on the highway with uh, with the exception of, like, police and snowplows. And yeah. I took it, you know, basically 15 miles across town to the shop uh, in the middle of a snowstorm in the middle of the earliest uh, morning hours. And that whole drive was, I don't know, maybe the most white-knuckle drive I've ever had in my life. Uh, <laughs> we got there and we got it turned off and it had turned out the... Uh, there had been like a big melt a few days before and I had driven through a puddle and the brine of oh, that sure. stuff ate through the brake cords and just completely like all the, all the brake fluid <laughs> ran out and I was just like, yep. And there were a whole bunch of other problems cause it was an old ass car. Right. But I was like, all right, I guess I'm, uh, putting you out to pasture. Uh, <laughs> They won't even let me leave the uh, place, so I'm going to have to pay money to take you to trade you in and get a fraction of that money back on the trade-in. So that was a, <laughs> that was a little bit of a pain, but... I was just Much better was the uh, time my transmission blew out in Rockford, and I just signed the car over to the uh, tow truck driver. Instead of paying the tow truck driver, I just gave him the deed and my parents could pick me up in Rockford. <laughs> yeah, that sucks, too. Uh, the brakes thing is always scary, man. And I'm sure... I'm sure it was just some like cheap metal part or, you know, something stupid that should have been aluminum or whatever, you know, Right. but or connector. Yeah, yeah, it's, that was the fun part of old cars with lots of miles on them. You never knew what was going to actually break. Well, especially old cars with lots of miles on them from the Midwest. Yeah. Where yeah. salt and snow wreak havoc, right? Yeah. Spoiler alert. That was not that car's first winter. And I am yeah. not a I am not a every day it's sunny out go to the car wash and wash all the salt off type person. Yeah, I was definitely a uh, wait until my car feels like it's 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 um always like dusk inside and then go to the car wash and you get a car wash you're like holy shit there's so much more light inside my car now. <laughs> um, or you know you do the gas station uh, at the pump car wash where you just walk around the car and clean off all the windows. I mean, I had to do that when I uh, went down to. Chicago with Nessie, right? Because I ran out of windshield wiper fluid. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And it was just like salted to the spot where I could barely see anything. So I guess that's a more recent time. But that was that was just an individual thing. I was able to buy windshield wiper fluid and put it in there. Uh, I currently have a wiper that's waving at me because it broke the other day uh, when, it, when we had a freeze. Uh, and like it rained a whole bunch and then it got cold. And I was like, so I have like just a little bit of the... Uh, little bit of the end of the wiper blade uh just like when i hit the wipers it's not really attached to the wiper blade anymore and it's just 
Like, I gotta take care of that before it falls off and scratches my windshield, but... Yeah, I was gonna say, scratching the windshield would be my biggest concern there, right? Yeah, I have the... I have the blade. I just need to take ten minutes. Put to, it on. Two minutes. Probably two you know, minutes. Windshield wiper blades are so funny, too, because they're always, like... They're so easy to put on, but it's always, like, a fucking geometry, like, math word problem trying to figure out how you connect them, right? Because it's yeah. never, like... 100% clear and then you do it and it takes like one second you're like oh of course but like it's that initial like it's taking the one off it. that's giving me trouble like yeah, getting this well, one off is the thing that's giving me fits and it's like well whatever I don't want to deal with it right now because I tried and I've already wasted more time than I want to with this I'll just get a screwdriver and pop some stuff off and be happy with it and that I never <laughs> do <laughs> um my buddy, I was so I was looking up on my phone. My buddy, one of my good friends that I, I hung out with a lot in high school had a 90s uh, Cutlass Sierra. Looks like it was the 90 to 96 body style. So I'm uh, I've definitely spent my share hours in a car like that. It's heavy. It's a yeah. big, heavy vehicle. <laughs> he, I think I've told this story on the podcast before, but um, I don't know if yours was the same way, but his uh, emergency brake was a foot one. Yes. Yep. He perfected e-braking with that. So we would be going and he'd be fucking hauling ass because they had some power behind him, too. And he would fucking slam the e-brake down and spin a 360 and then reach down and pop the e-brake with his hand, you know, down below the steering wheel and then keep riding. And it was so crazy, man. Like, I mean, that was just him to a T, but um yeah, what a trip. I'll never I'll never forget fucking e-brake spinning. Like, you know, it's one thing to do with the handbrake. It's a totally different level to do it with the foot brake and release. Yep, I, I have not ever done that. No, that I wouldn't my, recommend it. That's out of my wheelhouse. Yeah. Um. Okay, cool. Well, that's actually all the questions. So we, we've caught up. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, we're better than some of those other podcasts out there. That's for sure. Okay. Anyways. Well, uh, don't worry. We'll have an eight hour show in December to go through all the ones that we didn't get through this year. Yeah. That's and we'll we'll have um RNG Gator moderate it. I'm sick um, that night. I'm sick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh so we're recording early because I gotta drive to St. Louis um on Friday. I won't have time to edit, so we don't have a twab, but we did get a Lightfall Reflections article. Did you yeah. have time to check that out? I did. I liked it. I did, too. Um, I I have some highlights that I wrote down, and then if there's anything else that you want to talk about, definitely let me know. Um, I will say, a little side tangent, um, I, was, <laughs> I was scrolling through Reddit, and... Uh, Fuck, I forget which publication, but one of the big publications came out with the most dangerous cities in the United States, like the top 15 most dangerous cities in the United States. St. Louis took the number one spot again. So congrats, St. Louis. You guys are back up on top. Best sports town in America. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully I don't get fucking shot. Um, So excited. So, so excited to go. Okay. Uh, I think you would spend time with your (laughs) in-laws. Lightfall (laughs) Reflections article. (laughs) Uh, Fuck. Um, Okay. 
Uh, I'm just going to touch on some things I wrote notes on. And if I miss anything or anything else drops out, um, let me know. Uh, I was interested in the Vex Strike Force info that they dropped. Um, basically, they, they talked about like lost sectors and getting exotics and all that stuff. And um, in season 21, I think they said, oh, shit, maybe, yeah. maybe it was. I think they upped some of the stuff, but in season 21, I think, is when the changes to the Vex Strike Force are coming. Maybe it's the yes. mid-season update. Yeah, so... Um, since something's coming in that mid-season update in a couple of weeks, but I don't remember which right now. Okay, yeah. So, uh, in an upcoming update. So that's all they said, is in an upcoming update. Okay. Uh, Vex Strike Force events in the Vex Incursion Zone will drop a new piece of exotic armor if you have any left to collect on a knockout list with no slot limits like Lost Sectors have. So it doesn't matter. It's not going to be like only head this week or only legs. It's just like you don't have the exotic yet. It'll drop it, um, which is super fucking cool. Like, bravo. Yeah. I mean, I have all the armor pieces, but for other people. Yeah, I don't have all the armor pieces, but also I just like the idea that yeah, exactly. you don't have to only do lost sectors. Like you can just do public event stuff, which is cool, man. I'd much rather sit in a Vex incursion zone and kill shit with other people, right? Yeah, it's more fun than running solo lost sectors. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Um, and then if you don't have any armor left to collect, you just get a random exotic. So yeah. that's dope. Um, the exotic uh, discussion, the focusing and the using, being able to use exotic ciphers to pick your exotic are the things that I'm most excited about. Yeah, that looks super dope. So you can use, you can focus exotics by season or you can focus exotics specifically. And right. it is a lot of money. Um, they are upping the cipher count from one to five. So you'll be able to farm more Zer bounties, I guess. Yeah. Um, but that's super cool. I, w I absolutely love the fact that like if an exotic drops for you, now it goes to a vendor just like the seasonal bounties. And then you can choose like, do you want to just decrypt it? Do you want to focus it on a specific season for a little bit of money? Or do you want to focus it for a specific exotic for a lot more money? And um, yeah, man, that's great. I want to focus it for an exotic and be disappointed nine times out of ten. But I'll well, still do it. I mean, like I said, I have all the exotics, but in a lot of ways, I didn't care about builds for forever, right? So, yeah. And I'm not one to leave stuff laying around in my vault. So, I deleted a lot of my exotic armor pieces. And the downside with that is if you want to use it and pull it from collections, they're like 48, 49. 48, yeah. So, I always try and keep like, one. Yeah. Well, going forward, I want to do that. But uh, at the, this moment in time so far, it's just been, you know, you grab and pull it out, and it's like, oh, great well so long anything i want uh in terms of build numbers but uh but being able to focus it and even just get you know even if it's only like a 55 that drops or something like that that's still better than a 48 and gives you a better chance yeah. and you have your ghost uh focusing mods to help you along the way too yeah that is cool i and i agree man like i it is night. Like if they didn't drop at 48, it wouldn't be a problem. But because they drop at 48, you almost have to just keep one now. Yeah. And I mean, 
But for exotic ciphers, every season you get like one or two, and it's just like I end up having to delete the one that's in my inventory to pick up the new one, so the stuff stops flashing at me because it just annoys me to see the flashing and not be able to pick it up. So yeah, so it'll be yeah, nice I don't to mind. stack them up a few and actually have a use for them because I don't need them for any of the other stuff. Yeah, I definitely have things that I still have not pulled yet. I don't think I have sleeper stimulant. Um, there's there's some exotics that I just never got. But it'll be nice. Um, and also the Zer bounties are very easy to do. So that's great. Great that great, great move, Bungie. Um, they are adding two new mods to the armor mods in season 21. Uh, this is great. We have powerful attraction. So when you're using your class ability, you collect all orbs within a radius determined by the number of the mods you have equipped. Uh, they, this is kind of like the idea of seeking orbs or seeking wells that used to be a thing. Um, but Bungie basically ran into an issue where, uh, there, it might, might cause performance or memory issues. And I could see this because I was a huge fan of seeking wells, like seeking wells was always on if I could, if I had the slot for it. Um, and a lot of times I ran it instead of things that probably would have been more beneficial because it's nice just having that shit come to you while you're killing things. Right. But with that being said, like you definitely noticed if you were making like 80 fucking wells and they're all just flying across the screen at you like that one night that we ran with native. Right. 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 It felt like things were making a, a fair amount of uh, noise and grinding along the uh, system there when uh, I was not really seeking wells. But even then I could like you could tell that there just was a lot going on on the screen. Yeah, so, so it would be cool, but I'm okay with, like, you dodge and you pick up your orbs or throw down a rift and you pick Especially you know, since everything, you know, I don't know. Most of the builds I have, your abilities are up pretty rapidly almost all the time. Yep, and, and, and this is to assist with, you know, keeping your armor mods and armor stuff procced all the time. As well, they're going to do picking up elemental charges, uh, give you armor stacks. Or armor charges, I'm sorry. So that will be nice. Um, and then in addition, they're going to try and make shoot to loot valuable by allowing you to shoot your orbs. So if you have shoot to loot on, you see an orb on the ground, you can shoot it and just collect it that way. Which, that's kind of cool. With I my guess. accuracy, I'm going to accidentally spray orbs all the time anyways. Yeah, well, I mean, what if you're doing like a solo loss sector or a GM or something and you see an orb pop, which is very unlikely, but let's say it happens, you can actually shoot it and start devour or whatever build you have going. The uh, oh. running the Vex Caliber mission yesterday solo, I had a number of times where I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to die unless I find an orb. So I guess we're just going for it to get the orb and then go back to the thing. And it's just like, all right, well. If being able to like stay somewhere safer and shoot it would be nice, but yeah, like then you also well, have to keep your weapons with shoot to loot on it, and that's my other problem. Yeah, I mean, there's a, a reasonable possibility that I won't ever actually use it, but it's nice to know it's there. Yeah, right. I'm sure there's probably a weapon that I can craft with it, so maybe we'll go that route. <laughs> um, let's see, what else? For being honest. Oh shit! So I've been talking about this all season. It was not my idea, someone else's idea, but I'm a parrot, so I just repeat good ideas sometimes. And bad ones. And bad ones, all the time. Uh, artifact perk refunds. 
You no longer have to reset your artifact. You can just click on the perk that you want to swap with a different perk. I mean, in season one, that is that is great. It's not quite on the same level as your suggestion that artifacts and builds can just synergize and be selected by themselves. But I'll take that's the right way. Yep. Being able to do that is your first step towards being able to have it automated later. If I agree. I just, I don't know the, the technical, how much to do it automatically. You're asking for a lot. Whereas if you let somebody just do it manually, still much quicker than reset, then set 12. And then, (laughs) um, and then the last thing that I thought was noteworthy is because there is no power cap next season, I guess. Yeah. No, power cap's not raising anymore. Okay. Uh, I wasn't sure if they're done altogether. It's only 10. No, it's uh, not even ten. It's just, just there is no, it is. Yep, no need to grind power necessarily. Okay, um, trials and GMs are going to start way earlier in the season, yeah. which is fucking great. I love it. I love that we're just going to be able to jump into trials right away, and we're just going to be able to jump into GMs right away. Well, That's cool. GMs are week four, not week one. Well, but. right, but instead of week yeah. seven or nine or you know. 22 yeah. or oh, no, I understand. 57. <laughs> Which right. is uh GM's coming next week, right? Yeah, I think so. That, so. I mean, I'd hope so. TJ was making plans with us, so I yeah, just yeah. assume that's when they were dropping. Looking forward to it. I got to find a little bit more light. I realized when we ran the Master Raid the other day that while uh, I was able to survive most things, uh, the Tormentors were hitting me pretty hard when they... When they hit me, or the uh, barrier colossi, I'm like, no chance to really save that when they hit you. Yeah. So you know, I mean, I would at least like to get to that eighteen twenty cap where the uh, that's where the raid caps you out at instead of being you know seven levels below that. Don't need to make or it a like, little bit harder. What was Chuck forty or sixty levels below? No, it was like eighteen oh three. So he was seventeen below. He so he was seventeen below the cap, which is twenty below. The yeah. uh, the actual value or the encounter. So he was thirty seven levels below the enemies. Although he he was not the problem. Like dying, that was our problem. Was we would get spread out and not be able to shoot down the uh, tormentors in time. I think I I for sure think we could have got it, but I for I really think that we were on track to spend another good hour to yeah. Bang in our we would have had to have it. a pretty lucky run to get it where we were at. Like. We could get to three and maybe even halfway through three reasonably frequently, but that's still a lot to go from three to all the way through four, right? Four so, is chaos, yeah. The problem right, with so. the problem is four is is absolute chaos with where that barrier pops up and everything. So Right. Exactly. So we could have maybe gotten it, but I thought it was a lot more fun to just put a pin in it and run the regular raid, get Chuck through his first clear and yeah. Nessie and Stormy doing their sword shenanigans all night long. It was just oh a lot my of fun. god, that was so cool. They they both had different uh, sword skate macros on their on their characters, and they were jumping the second encounter without using the launchers. So they were just sword skating across to the other side, uh, in at like like hundred and fifty fucking miles an hour too. Yeah, like, Nessie, Nessie killed himself like, at least once or twice with his speed. Yeah. Yeah, he would go to the edge and then just in like a half a second be on the other side. Like <laughs> it was it was pretty ridiculous. Um, 
But it was fun because of the amount of fun they were having. Right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, all in all, a good article, right? Yeah. I've, nothing in there made me upset, and everything in there was like, yeah, I, those are all quality of life improvements that I will enjoy seeing. Okay, on to Destiny. Uh, let's see. So we ran Chuck's first raid on Monday. Um, yeah. I wrote down explaining encounters. Oh, so I thought it was funny. So we we have a we have this history now of running raids relatively quickly while fucking around the entire time. Yeah. Uh, we ran this one in like an hour or twenty, right? Yeah. With so, not knowing I, what to do and us wiping a bunch of times in spots so we wouldn't times. wipe. Uh, oh, and we did the challenge in the first part and we kept fucking that up too. Yeah. Because so we like did... we were trying to do the challenge where you have to kill the scions within a second of each other. And some people who go unnamed just uh, saw a scion and ran up and punched it. Um, <laughs> we were, we and had other people, good... different people uh, who will also go unnamed waited for the other person to get into position long enough that he got surrounded by Cabal, and when he went to punch and told the other person to punch, he couldn't actually hit the Scion because he was hitting other things, and we failed that way. So we failed a bunch of times in the first two sections, and we still got it done in less than an hour and a half. Yeah, like we... Yeah, it was like an hour 20. We had to explain the encounters to Chuck. Uh, yeah, do that... That scion thing, like I was just sliding and I saw the scion in front of me. I'm like, I got it, guys. And I just like slid in and meleeed him. And then, like, oh, God. Damn I was like, it. trying. I saw it happening and I was trying to tell Stormy to hit his at the same time. I'm like, I started a countdown to like try to get him to hurry up. And I was like, I'll be there in three, two. And then you punched it too. And I'm like, Stormy, hit it now. And it's like, nope, nope, fail. Yep. <laughs> it's like, everyone's yep. like, well, off the side we go. <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was, uh, I mean, we were, we were, what, two and a half, three hours into the night at that point, so. Mm, no, because we only did the, we only did the master thing for like 45 minutes, and then we. No, we gave so. it like at least an hour, didn't we? No, it was only 45 minutes. Oh, okay. Well, so, it wasn't a big deal, uh, but like, <laughs> it seemed like three hours. Yeah, well, either way, I was, I was, I was fully set on raid juices at that point so yeah, i was I, I was i was very happy um by the time i was doing that so uh that, you we can told only... you just kill stuff and look pretty and you did much yeah, better at that i, I did i did a good job <laughs> at doing that um okay let's see what else uh tj nessie and i ran a bunch of shit on friday it was a lot of fun um we were just trying to figure lucky. out pen pinnacle stuff to run i just i had a really light day like i had some projects finish up and so i got to i get to just enjoy a light day um nice so i ran spire and got my cowboy hat from my hunter which was totally rad um we did some harder level content stuff and i decided to stick with wave splitter and it did not care what the burns and the modifiers were. Wave Splitter just went through and made orbs and blew shit up. I was like, I'm on void. I'm just going to see how Wave Splitter goes. And uh, it was great. It was it just got shit done. That's um, awesome. We ran the legendary seasonal activity, uh, the three of us. And that was 
uh, I thought it would be so much harder, and it was not at all. Um, again, yeah, wave friends sp- in that probably makes it a lot, lot easier. Yeah, and and wave splitter again did not give a shit that we were running legendary and there were modifiers and burns on. It just went through and just ate shit up and made orbs. Love it. Um, and then. Um, Nessie, before TJ hopped in, Nessie convinced me that I should be running Master Lost Sectors. Uh, and then TJ hopped in, I think. Um, or maybe TJ was doing something else because he was there for part of it. Because um, I remember him saying, you just got to figure out your build. And then they're a piece of cake because I and that's what it was. So Nessie had convinced me to run it. At that time, I was 1870 running an 1840 Lost Sector. 1817, you said? 18, yes, did I say 70? 1870. It sounded a lot like you said 1870, yeah. and I'm like, 1870. I don't think that's right. But. <laughs> running an eight, 1840 lost master lost sector. And um, again, I was having issues with stunning, like you said, the captains, yeah. uh, because they just weren't stunning long enough to burn them down. And uh, I think when TJ jumped in, I, I was like, you know, Nessie convinced me to run this, but I've just failed like three times. So I think I might go do something else. And teachers like, ah, no, it's easy, man. Just when you figure out the build, there'll be no problem. And uh, sure enough, I switched like guns like two more times. And then I found the right loadout and just fucking walked through it. And I think I ran two, two or three of them. Yeah, I ran three of them and I got two exotics on three runs. Not bad. Not bad at all. So I was like, OK. All right. I like this. Uh, and then I was like talking to him. I'm like, well, maybe I'll just farm these this week because, you know, it's like. Not that hard. Uh, it's kind of a fun challenge and the drop rate seems to be better. Right. And they're like, yeah, man. So you're going to farm it for a chess piece. And there's eight chess pieces on the hunter or nine chess pieces on the hunter. And chances are you aren't going to get the chess piece you want. And then if you do, chances are it's going to be a low 60s roll. So you really want to farm master lost sectors for exotics? And I'm like, okay. The trick is uh, to farm whatever the easiest lost sector is and get uh, have your thing that day full, armor pieces that day full. And then they go to your postmaster as exotic uh, ciphers. And then you turn them in on the day of the chess piece you want, or like if it's chess piece you want. And the easy, the thing's an easy leg day. You load up on exotic uh, cipher or exotic engrams on leg day. And then when it switches over to chest day at the lost sector, you just turn those uh, exotic engrams in and they turn in as chess pieces because hmm. it's uh, they they decode at the thing that the day is, not where you earned them. So oh, you can cool. just load up on them and turn them all in at once. Just wh- whichever one is the easiest in the rotation. Um, the one on Earth is pretty easy in the whatever the hell the Skyshock one is. Uh, that one takes like five or six minutes only to run through. So, and there are no overloads in that one. So <laughs> my thought is on that day, you just fill it up with armor so that it's full, so that your exotics drop as engrams instead of actual pieces, and then turn them all in when it's the actual piece you're looking for. Oh, it works, man. So. Gives you a better ch- chance to find something you're looking for. I'm still like. I might, but I don't know, man. They kind of defeated my hopes and dreams when or I started. Or you just wait till the stuff we talked map. about earlier comes yeah. in and you can like pick your, cho- pick your poisons. 
Yeah, wait a half season, start building up those. Well, I guess I can't build anything up until they expand the uh, right. cipher thing. I do have a cipher I'm sitting on at least. Uh, what else? Uh, hey, I got my level seven doing doing all this PVE stuff. I'm guardian rank mm-hmm. seven now. Welcome to the club. Yeah, I actually uh, I got the seven basically playing solo. I have not played with folks much this entire season. And so I realized to go from seven to eight, I am going to have to play with people, though. Must play was, with others. I was not looking at the list or checking things off. I just go there when it's blinky and, yeah, and quick. Yeah, I'm a bad player like that. We played private matches before the raid. That was fun. We did play private matches before the raid. I enjoyed quite a bit the uh, the Strand Titan <laughs> lifting people up in the air and then sniping them while they're just floating in front of you. <laughs> um, yeah, those are those are fun. We need to start. We need to start doing uh, pre-show private matches again too. They'll be they'll be starting a little bit. I miss those. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. For me, give me a rumble, which is hectic, and you can just pull off plays and stuff like that. I, that's my happy. Like, I understand that team games and stuff like that are fun as well. And like definitely get you better than just playing rumble, uh, mm-hmm. with chaotic spawns, and, you know, stuff like that. But for me, there is no PVP experience. I like more than playing private match, <laughs> custom rumble games with like eight people in there or something like that. Yeah. And just like, yeah. you spawn and you see somebody and you're like, who can get their gun up faster? Yep. No, I agree. I do. I do enjoy Rumble. I mean, that's that's typically my go to. Maybe we'll have to mix it up a little bit. Um, what else? I got to play some trials and comp with Sweaty and Native from Blueberry Lounge. Um, we were we did fine in comp uh, trials. Sweaty had already gotten flawless at that point in the weekend. Um, and we we had fun like I it was really weird. We didn't win a lot of games when we played trials, um, but I did not care at all. Like, I felt like in general we were playing well. We were not getting like swept very often. Like we were putting up a good fight, you know, just you know, make a stupid mistake here or there. Um, but in general, what's that? Choking at the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just like in general as a team, I think we played really well and like our team comp was really good. So it made it made the games fun, even though we weren't like amassing like win streaks, really. Um, so we, we did trials for a while and then we switched over to comp and we we did really well playing comp, um, which would make sense, right? You come out of the PC flawless pool, jump into comp with people at your own level. You're going to play a lot better. Right. So, um, so that was. But there fun. was a brief thirty-minute uh, discussion going on in my uh, my thing that the flawless pool wasn't active this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I, so what was it? Monday, I was gaming a little bit, and um, Scrub hit me up, and he's like, "Have you gone flawless yet?" And I was like, "No." And he's like, "Do you want to?" And I'm like, "Sure." He goes, OK, let me finish this and then hop in. And I like go to inspect him and he's at the lighthouse. And I'm like, oh, great. All right. Well, he's going to just me and him and a blueberry. We're going to go to lighthouse, I guess. And. Uh, we we played like two games, I think, and his and then we lost one and his buddy jumped in. I think we lost the second one or something like that. Uh, 
but one of his buddies was online and jumped in, right? So we actually had a three stack and scrub scrub was saying that the flawless pool was not active. And I started believing him because even when we were a two stack, like I felt like we were going up against people that were my skill level. Like he was doing his thing, but I was not playing poorly. And I'm like, okay, maybe the flawless pool isn't active because this this pool that we're in right now is not the same flawless pool I played 800 games in last season, right? Because I yeah. put in my right. fucking time last season. Like, I feel like I have a good gauge from weekend to weekend what the flawless pool feels like. I got stomped a lot last season. A fire team matchmaking or fire team size matchmaking is making a big difference here. <laughs> but you would think so, but but we when we were running as a three stack, it continued to feel that way. Yeah, but I assume Scrub's buddy was very good based on yeah. uh, <laughs> based on the numbers I saw you put up. Uh, Scrub's like, buddy was pretty good. Like somebody was going to have to be putting up some big numbers in those games. Not that you did poorly; it's just it wasn't like you were going off. No, I had two games where I literally had a zero KD. Uh, a win's a win. <laughs> but yeah. So, anyways, his buddy jumped in, and so I was like questioning whether flawless pool was really a thing based on our previous conversation. But his his buddy did clarify: yes, it is in fact active. Yes, it is a thing. Okay. And yes, it doesn't matter to us. Yeah, it did not fucking matter to them. They were so casual about it too. Like, there was only one team. We played, we went on a 20 game win streak. So we picked up a card, ran, ran flawless, picked up another card, ran flawless. Actually, we reset the flawless card. He didn't even go to like Saint 14 and turn it in for an extra exotic or for an extra drop because it's the bow. So, so we're just like, okay, whatever. So we went flawless, reset the card, went flawless again. And then, and I was like, fuck, I should have my confidence card on. And they're like, OK, well, let's go again. And so I went to the tower, picked up a confidence card, ran six games and lost our 21st game. So we went on a 20 game win streak, lost the third flawless at game seven. And it was it was stupid mistakes that we lost that game on. Like Ugh. we we could have beat that team. Um we had they were they were monsters compared to the other team's score. Uh, the other team just played really well together, and I did not help. Um, it happens. But I mean, still, like it's been a minute since I've gone on a twenty-game win streak, two flawlesses in a row, almost three in trials. Yeah, in PC in PC flawless pool. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds like a quite enjoyable way to spend a Monday. It, you know, man, it really. It really made that it really scratched that itch for PvP again this season because I've been loving the raids and PvE stuff. So um, I think that and playing with with native and spooks on Sunday, I think those two things together really made a difference. So good. That's a good way to good way to get it kickstarted, because like I said, banners going on right now and I got I got a little bit of a bite when we played the last banner, just like tried to play. Like I played like 15 games in the course of a day. Yeah, I had zero games in, and Nessie's like, "Only takes 18 to get the challenges done." So I actually don't think I only played 12. But uh, I was like, "All right, well, let's do it." And I, I was like, "Man, this is actually a lot of fun." So I, uh, I'm glad Banner's back. One of these nights this week, I'm going to sit down and play a whole bunch of Banner. But uh, nice. 
But yeah, I mean, eruption is fine. I don't. I'm yeah. not going on a. I'm not going on a ton of five kill streaks. That's not my style. I'm more of a. Hope I get two kills with my special, and once that's out, I'm in trouble. Uh, type player, but you know, it works out okay. I, you know, I'm glad that Bungie's tried new things. I like Eruption better than I like Cabal Zone Control. I've never played the Cabal Zone Control, so I'm not necessarily looking forward to that. So I'm hoping to get Eruption done. Uh, get you know, get far enough along so that I'm happy with my Iron Banner stuff uh, this week. So that if I don't like Cabal Zone Control, I don't have to play a ton of it. There was um, there was a little window that I had. I took a late lunch today, so I had like an hour in between meetings, and I went, I um, went to hop on um line, and I jumped on, and my little sister was playing. She has Wednesdays off. I was like, oh shit, I haven't played with her yet. You know, she just got um a PC and Destiny Two. She's right. been playing with her boyfriend, and she was playing Iron Banner. And I so I text her. I'm like, you want a friend? Like you want a game for a little bit? I got I have like two games before I can jump or I have to jump into my meeting. And uh, she's like, sure. Um, so she joined Discord, jumped over, played two games with me. Um, so and it man, was cool. your lobbies are easy, dude. Oh my god, yeah. I think the <laughs> last game I played with her, I I had like thirty. 33 kills or 40 kills or something like that. And I had a 3.3 KD. Uh, I was like, yeah. And I was just, I was not farming KD. I was just holding forward and fucking with people, you know, it's a good feeling. Um, I was trying to, I'm trying to learn fire bolts too. Like I, I've been playing warlock a lot this week. So I, I was just messing around with the fire bolt build, you know, just see how run away. <laughs> It you know, man, it's not as strong as trip mines. Like I still think the trip mine build is way stronger. Um, just because they last forever right. and they can one hit kill. Um and I don't know that I love it more than healing nades on a warlock. Cause there's something to be said about escaping throwing a healing nade against the wall when you're in the air and then like being able to re-engage instantly. But anyways, it was a really cool play with her. So, I don't know. That's kind of fun. Oh, anyway, I forgot to mention. So, I had to laugh, though. She had no mods on her guns and no mods on her armor. <laughs> so, she, she was running, like, uh, Nezirak Sin for her helmet on a Void Warlock. Shit, I didn't even look at her Warlock build. And she had no mods on any of her armor whatsoever. Like, her stats were super low like in all categories like she's running like 40s and 50s across the board ah uh, uh, yes <laughs> and, then, that like, and then she was running a scout rifle and a pulse rifle for her <laughs> for her weapons going into pvp and i'm like scout rifle and pulse rifle i'm like bold move nothing cqc and she's like well, i like this for this and i like this for that and i'm like no i get it dude like run what you like yeah. um but yeah she she definitely definitely needs some help she was asking like <laughs> what I like to run and stuff. And I was like, well, you know, comp or trials if it's PVP, but raids and dungeons are kind of where it's at for destiny. So let's, let's get you to raid. You got to get her on that, uh, Todd, the Gator new light player, uh, series. 
I fucking sent her a text with his channel. I sent I her because <laughs> I, I like in a previous text, I told her about armor picker and dim. And because she had no mods or anything, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, this is my buddy, Todd. I'm like, he has a podcast. He has a channel with a lot of shit on it. But I know he focuses on beginner stuff and tries to look at things from a beginner's point of view. I was like, so, you know, if you want to like check out some of his stuff on his channel, it might help you with mods and stuff like that. He does a good job breaking down basics. And then I was like, and um, here is Plunder the Booties channel. And I'm like, he, once you understand the basics, like Plunder has a build for every subclass. So yep. you you can watch his video and he explains why he's putting the mods on, what the mods do, and he shows you how it works. So I'm like, between those two, you can kind of get a better idea of like making a build and making it functional. No. So. There are varying diff uh, difficulties in some of those builds. Like that's the thing that I have learned as I've built more and more of his builds are the loop for some builds is much harder to get up yeah. and running than it is for some other ones. Like that hunter void wave splitter build. Shit, that's not hard at all to get that loop mm -hmm. going. Uh some of the other ones, it's like like that warlock one where you have to do heat rises and then kill somebody with your snap uh, to get the loop going. He says it's super easy, right? But like you have to have it set up right to get the actual kill with the snap to actually make it happen and that kind of stuff. And it's like, if you're in higher level con, like I haven't tried it yet. Cause I'm trying to not play my warlock unless it's a raid and I absolutely have to. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean like, I don't know. I find that stuff super fun and, it's part of the reason why I was so excited about the exotic changes because he, anytime he he brings something out that doesn't have heart of inmost light or something like that, I'm like, well, shit. Now I need to go yeah. back. I got a good worm god caress to drop the other day, and I was super excited about that because I had been looking for one for one of the builds. Nice. Yeah, he. I've I've definitely had I've definitely taken some of his builds too as a starting point and then kind of adjusted them. Um, because, I, you know, he has a different skill set than I do, and he plays a lot of PvE, so it is easier for him to do some of that stuff. Um, like, for instance, the um, his unkillable warlock with the forever solar nades last season, or maybe it was the season before that. Um, he had a really good build for it, but like, man, you fuck up one part of that that routine and you're stuck for like a really long time with no right. survivability. Whereas like you could adjust one or two mods and do approach it a little bit differently. And it might not be as, as fluid as his build, but it's much more reliable at keeping you alive and damaging things. So. I mean, that's the same thing I make the argument with PVP stuff too, right? Is you might not be running. If you run a little bit off meta, uh, it might not be optimized, but if you can do it better than you could yeah. running the meta stuff, then it's better for you, right? Like, same thing with that. It's, the build might not be optimized to put out the most damage, but if you can do it more consistently, uh, it's going to be a better in the long run for you if you make those changes. Right. It's like, it's like a 180 hand cannons, right? 180 hand cannons on paper are not the best option but if you can control the recoil and land more shots then it's better than a 140 for you right so i get it yep um cool uh, i think that's basically all i had yeah that's all i got for destiny i think 
Yeah, good same. week though, man. Yeah, it was fun. I didn't, oh, I'm sorry. As I say, Go I ahead. didn't, I didn't play a ton, but that's because my weekend was spent watching four hours of WrestleMania on Saturday and Sunday each. <laughs> uh, I did. Sorry, I was looking at my notes. I did try last week. Nessie talked about his six coyote hunter build for making everything easy. I did play with that in the master lost sector and it did make a huge difference. I tried to go in with just void and be G Falcon invisible and having two suspend nades and two suspend dodges is definitely the right call for hard content. I like it. And that's what he's talking about. Except you have such less survivability. So there is a trade-off. Like it's easier to crowd control, but you have less things keeping you alive, like keeping you healthy. You better be able to hit all of your headshots like Nessie does when he plays. Yeah, we all know that I'm a king of that. Yeah. I still still am incredibly frustrated when I watch him play like COD. Mm-hmm. And like I, in Discord when we're playing, and I'm like dead in the search round, and I watch him play, and I'm like Okay, I can't even see that guy, and you are not missing a single headshot, so I hate everything about you and your skills. I uh, I, I, I have the Cloud Strike Catalyst I'm trying to force myself to play with in Iron Banner to okay. knock it out, and I'm not great with that sniper at all. Like it's, It just does not click with me, but man, when you land those headshots... So much fun. I had, I had a quick peek, quick scope on someone today on Altar of Flame, and there was a dude right behind him. And I just peeked out, and it was like a perfect peek out, pop him, and then the dude behind him blew up, and I jumped back into cover as they were blowing up. I was like, oh, okay. Like, for all the shots that I Just wait is on Bannerfall and go to the the 50-50 snipe lane. It's all you got to do. You can win a round by yourself as long as you win the 50-50. Yeah, as long as you win the 50-50 is key. Although I am on a warlock now, so at least I'm the fastest. Yeah, if you can play like Stormy. Yeah, dude. Those those assholes were just flying so fast. <laughs> but, you know, it's fun. Like, that's the type of shit, like, they're giggling like little kids the entire time. Like, that's what makes for a fun raid, right? Exactly. So. <sighs> um... I just got I just got pushed YouTube videos for God tier warlock builds. It's kind of funny, <laughs> I think. Um. Okay, should we do the fitness contest stuff? Yeah, we finished up the fitness contest. Uh, yeah. In an unrelated note, uh, WrestleMania was this past weekend, and I watched <laughs> wrestling for four hours on Saturday and Sunday, uh, and did not eat the healthiest and drank a whole lot. So. My fitness uh, numbers, which had been going well all year, or well, maybe not well, but had not been going poorly. I had at least been breaking even to slightly above. Took a nosedive right at the end, like a professional. I really, um, I really, really need to not drink alcohol on the weekends because uh, the few times that I did over the past eight weeks, I like, it would lead to a really fun night followed by a hangover, followed by more poor decisions. And then like by Monday, I am like up six to nine pounds from where I was on Friday. Oh, yeah. And then you, what's that? I said, oh, yeah. And then you drink yeah. water and slowly get rid of all of the puff that you added to yourself over the, yep. that weekend. And then it's the weekend again and you add that puff back. 
Yeah. So like that's that's exactly the grind. Like so then by Thursday or Friday, you're back to where you were the previous Friday. And and I wasn't you know, I only had like three or three weekends maybe out of the eight that I did that, maybe four. Um, but still, it's enough that it's like, fuck, I'm just making so much more work for myself. So I definitely like it sucks because going into this coming weekend we're traveling and I just because of the specific situation I'm in and the mental space I'll be in my diet's just off for the weekend and like I'm traveling I'm staying with in-laws it's like a Christian holiday thing we're gonna have to do church and all this other stuff like plus in St. Louis yeah exactly like I'm not going to like walk that borderline diet like mental headspace this weekend. The healthiest I'm just, thing on the menu eat, is fried ravioli. Yeah. That's yeah, coming exactly. from a guy from Wisconsin where the healthiest thing on the menu is fried cheese, but uh so I'm just eating whatever the fuck people are ordering this weekend. Like I'll just I'll deal with with the fallout of that next week. Um enjoy but, your emos. I know, right? Should I buy some emos and light it on fire in front of the for the house uh no dude they have some there's there's a really banging euro shop and there's a really good sandwich shop so i might have to stop at those too um but also they have some really good beer there so like if four really hands if four hands has like their stout pack out like they have some good stuff so i might have to buy some beer and enjoy it while i'm there but such is life okay back to the contest um so first, let's talk about the new one, and then we'll do the drawing for the one that just ended. So sounds good. Um, new one uh, started this week. It's not too late to join. You can join this week. You can join next week. You can join mid-season if you want. Um, it is free to join. Uh, we are going to give away another pint glass um, from the PTP store. We don't know what the design is. We're going to kind of leave that up in the air. I'm finishing up the design for this first one. I did a custom design. We'll see what happens in eight weeks um, with the next one. Um, So I left that kind of open for us. Uh, But either way, you're getting a pint glass um, if you win. Uh, What are we tracking? So we're going from April 3rd to June 4th. Uh, So that's I think that's either eight weeks or nine weeks. Um, We're basically going to. What's that? Two months. Two, yeah, I mean, it's two months, yes. Uh, we are tracking weight loss each week and then activities. So this last one, we tracked how many days were you active. This time around, we're going to try tracking how many activities did you do in the week. Uh, activity is whatever the fuck you want it to be, man. Did it make you move? Like, it can be running. It can be going to the gym. It could be yoga. It could be going for a walk with your dog at the state park. Right. It could be mowing the lawn or raking leaves like like did you do some shit outside of your normal routine that that made for exercise and movement and heart rate and physical activity. Right. Yep. So whatever that is, we're leaving it up to you, but, you know, tracking it. And seeing how it impacts your weight loss along with your diet, like those are important things to be aware of. So that's the point of tracking that. Or mental um, health, honestly, even if it's not showing up on the scale. Uh, if it encourages you to get back out there again and it's making you, I mean, 
Thankfully, the days are getting longer, right, still, and there's more sun and more out-and-about time available, for, for especially for us in the the northern climates. Uh, yeah. But that, you know, getting out and getting that exercise has really helped after what can only be described as a long and painful winter. I know, right, dude? Uh, it, it's right now, it is forecasted to be 70 degrees next week here. Which we haven't seen 70 since September, maybe. Yeah. Um, and I have to go into the office one day next week. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, well, it looks like I might have to swap some studded tires tomorrow morning so I can bike into the office on uh, on Tuesday when I get back into the cities. Because uh, 70 degrees sounds like some bike riding. Right. Weather. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Back to... Back to our thing that we're talking about. Um, So I'll post progress typically late Monday or Tuesday, depending on when people get their numbers in. Um, The way that we work it for the pint glass, because I mean, really the goal is to just get people to start doing things healthy, start making healthy choices, like just start changing shit to make yourself feel better mentally and physically. But the pint glass, hey man, it's cool. You get a pint glass. So... um, the pint glass is the way that you earn entries is you must participate each week um, to earn your initial entry and thus participate and make progress, right? Like, so we want to see you doing things that are making progress with your weight loss, with your activity, being active, you know, giving it a try, right? That's what we're looking for. Um, users can earn bonus entries as well. Uh, by posting weight loss, uh, you get two bonus entries for six to eight weeks of eight weight loss posted, uh, one bonus entry for four to five weeks of weight loss posted. And then also, um, you know, two people who are very active in the contest, posting a lot in Discord, uh, encouraging other members, being healthy, like just just getting people motivated and engaged will also throw you some bonus um bonus entries into the contest, right? You're helping the community. It's going to pay off for you. So all those things are worth it. All those things make make for good times. Um, and so, yeah, so that's that's the contest that started this week and we want you to join us. So if you haven't joined us yet, hit us up in Discord and we can chat about it. I just saw what you posted in our chat. Uh, your week looks much better than mine next week. <laughs> Where we might hit 80 down here. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. I know I'm sad, dude, because usually when we go to St. Louis, it's like 80s or 90s for Easter. Um, and it's going to be six, like low 60s. And then it's going to hit 70s. This year. Yeah, and then it's going to hit 70s and 80s after we leave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, of course. But it's just okay. going to end up, I'm going to end up gassing out because my pasty white flabby ass for my entire winter isn't going to be ready for 79 degrees and outside i know man i i am a big fan of 70s uh i'm less of a fan of 80s approaching 90s i mean i enjoy them just not for physical activity i enjoy them for drinking beer and sitting on a boat which is the opposite of physical activity Mm -hmm, exactly but it's still good activity i know uh (laughs) everything in uh moderation Right. Uh, okay, so let's do a drawing, uh, Mr. Admiral Nips. I am looking at twelve numbers. I would like you to do. You, can you see the names that I have listed here? 
Arab, what oh. order they're in? I am not actually looking at my screen right now, so I cannot. Yeah, I didn't share the document with you either, so the answer was no, but I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, give me a number, 1 through 12. Uh, let's go with 7. Lucky number 7. 7 is B-Wing. All right, hey, hey man. You know, if for for uh, the people in this contest this past week, like or past eight weeks, that dude fucking threw down. Yeah, so well fucking deserved, man. I mean, you got your bonus entries for post and weight loss every week, but you also uh, he hit 21 pounds lost in the, in the contest. Nicely yeah. done. So bravo. Well deserved. And the fact that you got to take the pint glass home. Awesome, dude. I'll uh, I'll finish up that design probably this weekend or early next week. And then I will uh, we'll work that out. Mr. Burning Wing. Congrats again, sir. Okay, sorry, I was just putting that in chat for him so he knows, but congrats, dude. Proud of you. Okay. Um what else we got? Do Not you uh no, do you uh do you have any TV shows or movies or anything that you were watching this week that are worth what are we working noting? our way through? Um well, we're still working our way through Bob's Burgers. We're mm, nice. we're into season twelve now, so wow. we made a bunch of progress there. Oh, we actually watched uh there's like a mockumentary series on Netflix. It's like Kunk on Earth or something like that. Um it's basically like a history of the world with like this uh comedian who's Think of it like Ali G, but a history of the world type thing where she's sitting down with real professors and stuff like that and like just absolutely ridiculous uh, questions and stuff like that. So, but it's not history of the world part two no, no, or no, whatever it's Hulu just Conk released. Conk, how do you like C U N K? Yeah. Um, and what's it on? It's on Netflix. I think we watched it on. Okay. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Um, and it was hilarious. I laughed so much. But it was also super painful. Like, it's so super... I feel like L.E.G. Or not L.E.G. Uh, yeah, L.E.G. prepared me for it uh, a little bit. With those, like, super weird interviews where you're not entirely sure if the person's in on the joke or not. Uh, or Borat. Whatever one you want to pick. Um, but it was just... I died laughing watching that. Awesome. I'm excited. I need more stuff to watch. So I say that, but I haven't even watched Arcane yet. So, yeah, I, I made it halfway through the Arcane season and then we just sort of forgot about it. I haven't watched the cyberpunk anime either, which you would think I would have loved. I haven't I... watched Last of Us yet. That's on our list as well. Uh, we are watching Succession weekly because we're hooked enough on that. So now we're yeah, in... is that is that worth watching? I, I know we've probably talked about yeah. it. But. So here's my thing about it. I enjoy it quite a bit, but no characters are likable. Like you just, okay. you just want everything bad to happen to everybody. Uh, but it is very well done. The writing's amazing. Brian Cox always amuses me because he's a crotchety old man. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I enjoy it. Um, 
but I, I think I, I would much rather be binging Last of Us eventually too. I just need to find a night where that cooperates. Um, I started watching. Uh, do I still have Hulu open? I do still have Hulu open. It's a homeboy from Community. Um, it's a white the white guy. Um, Community was his first thing. Joe McHale. Yeah. Animal Control. Okay. Uh, it's you know what? It's not bad. It's got um, it's got one of the actresses from Mr. Mayor. I don't know if you ever watched that. I didn't. It was kind of funny. Like it's it's like sitcom funny like it's big you know abc fox like that was like it's it's not like a brooklyn 99 or or parks and rec or whatever but it's still it's still like entertaining to watch so i watched a couple episodes of that today while i was uh feeling ill and yeah. uh enough to con- want to continue watching it last season of ted lasso 2 is out right <sighs> now so watch that yeah that's one thing you know i i Probably made a big mistake because I think I got three months of Apple TV free with my iPad that I never, never went in on. Uh, well, the problem was, you know, with, with the job situation in this household right now, I just any money spending or putting credit cards on anything just not happening if I don't need to. So even a free trial, I'm like, oh, I don't want to give them my credit card and open up the door to monthly getting to cancel. <laughs> yeah, like I'd rather just wait until I know it's not a big deal and then just spend the six bucks and cancel it when I'm done or whatever. Um, I do need to watch that, though. That's that's on my list. Also, I saw on Reddit a lot of people were talking about how good the movie Birdman was. Did you ever watch that? The Michael Keaton one? Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, I heard like I've never saw it. I've seen it on HBO, though, like they had brought it over. Um. And like I was scrolling through Reddit and someone would like called it out as like a great movie that that doesn't get its due. And I started reading through the comments because I was interested in it. And like people were like really blowing it up. And I'm like, oh, OK, cool. I need to watch this for a ton of Oscars. Oh, well, see, I'm fucking I don't <laughs> watch regular TV, man. I don't know. So. No, that's, that's OK. I just <laughs> like. <laughs> when you're the underrated jab, I was like, I was expecting something else, and I was like, oh, Birdman, yeah, that was huge. <laughs> okay, well, there we go. What do I know? Well, watch it, because it's good. Yeah, no, I want to. It's on the list, for sure. I mean, it did I'm, win I'm... the Best Picture in 2014, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I I thought it did. I just had to check to make 100% sure. My yeah, trivia someone skills had are not mentioned... where they need to be, so. Someone had mentioned like that it didn't win some awards, but it should have because of the other movies that were were up. Yeah, I think um, people were like, upset Michael Keaton didn't win. Yeah, I heard Edward Norton did a really good job in that movie too. Huh? So, anyways, cool. Well, it's uh, it's on my short list of things to watch. So dope. Um, cool, man. Well, it's uh. We add music and call it a show and yeah, let's some sleep. do that. We got Ben's song. Yeah. You did the work and, this week for that. Well, yeah, I know. Are you proud of me? I forget what I was doing. I was doing something. I was just like, oh, um, I think I just didn't want to. I knew we had to record on 
record today and I knew it was an off day. So I was like, well, if I post in here, then I'm A, reminding Rob that we're recording on Wednesday and B, hitting up Ben <laughs> early enough that he can get us a song. Uh, yeah. So I was like, I ah, killed two birds with one stone. Let's uh, let's do that. Those birds are killed. Yeah, them birds be dead. <laughs> um. Okay, so I'm loading it up. What What does uh, I'm fucking installing Spotify? Uh, Come on, computer. <laughs> um. Well, Ben gave us uh, "Manana" by Desparacitos. I, I I can do nothing with this because my yeah. computer well, decided to install. I'm trying to vamp a little bit by giving you that. Spotify. So. Yeah. Uh, Load faster, Spotify. Speaking of Ben, uh, if you're not following him on social media, find him on Instagram or find him on uh, my Instagram is probably the best spot I think I've seen. He's been having ridiculously fun commercials and showing off some pretty awesome artwork for his tattoo gigs. So if you're into seeing ink work and like watching somebody, you know, start the journey of becoming a tattoo artist, Ben's a pretty awesome follow for that. Okay, now I have to click on the link because I am not getting this. It only shows the Spotify link too. Like it's not giving me the uh, right thing. Manana. Correct. Oh, okay. I'm tilde mis- over the uh, the first end. That might screw yeah. stuff up. No, I'm I misheard you on the second word. That's ah. why it was not populating. Okay. Um, sweet. What do you have for me, my friend? Well, I think in honor of Burning Wing working, working his ass off over the last eight weeks, I'm going to pick uh, My Console by Eiffel 65. <laughs> that is totally a Burning <laughs> Wing pick if I've ever heard one. <laughs> but, uh, no, in Wait, all did he actually submit that song? He yeah, might have submitted that, was that his. song. Oh, that's fucking even funnier. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, We'll go with uh, we'll go with "Smile More" by Sammy Rash. That was the the dude who opened for uh, for one of the shows we went to see, uh, and it's not bad. Nice. Normally, the openers, I'm like, uh, whatever, but this was like, yeah, I don't, I don't hate this one. I'll put it on my list of possibles, and we got to it. I think. I am going to go, uh, let's do Turning Japanese by No Use for a Name. I take it this is a remake of the 80s song? It is. Okay. Uh, it's a good, it's a good remake of it. So, and I'm also trying to just, you know, not just always put hip hop on the playlist. (laughs) That's fair. For whatever it's worth. Um, oh, added. Uh, that brings us to 122 songs, seven hours and 31 minutes on the day four playlist. Sweet. All four playlists are in the show notes. So if you wanted to check any of them out, uh, just go to the show notes and I have a link for all of them in there. Uh, the only time 79 hours and 31 minutes to spare. The the only one that I don't have uh, on the or the only time that I don't got you threw me off there so bad. Uh, <laughs> the only time that I don't have them 
in the show notes as if we do a music episode, because those episodes, I would prefer that you just support the artists that we're talking about and their music. Um, uh, because we appreciate their art. So. Yep. And that's, that's all from blueberry lounge tonight, which, uh, I guess is probably their worst episode they've put out. So go give them a listen. We are, we are their worst episode that they've put out. <laughs> I like it. I, I approve. Uh, sweet. Well, we have, uh, we have a fun episode planned, uh, for next week. And then the week after that, we have our 300th official episode. I mean, we've put out more than 300 episodes already, but our, Episode title 300. I, episode name 300? I don't know. What's number 300 in the weekly episodic uh, adventure that is <laughs> us? Episodic journeys. Uh, that would be good. Um, there was a lot of shenanigans. So hold on to your belt buckles. Y'all. Y'all. Back now you're here. Just stop recording before you make anything. Yeah, no, it, just, it just all just went downhill really fast. <laughs> uh, we're Potato Thumbs. Follow our friends online. Peace.